My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Jesse. I'm Natalia. And I'm Skye. And it's just, it's a trio today. It's a, it's a little new, new, you know, new configurations of the trio. Uh, Amanda's sick, uh, so yeah. she's just not feeling good. So it's fine. That's fine. It's cool. I'm also going to be a disclaimer. I'm just on my headphones and at my parents' house. So you sound, you sound fine to me. So let's... I'm, I, I'm hoping that I remember just to mute so you don't hear me breathing all the time. <laughs> That's what I'm most worried about. I'm also in the basement so you can hear people above me. <laughs> as, as we always say, if you do hear it, no, you didn't. <laughs> okay, don't worry about it. So I have like a question for just the world in general. Um, do you like aliens? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Do yeah. you like stories about cults? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes. What 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 if I told you there is a show you can watch right now on Netflix that has both? That's right. We're talking about glitch. It is only 10 episodes. It's only 10 episodes. It's, it's a little shorter one. It's a little, it's a little digestible nibblets of mm, deliciousness. Um so glitch we're we're talking about glitch today and you're like wow they're usually a little more on the ball listen we know it came, we know it came out in october okay listen but <laughs> listen we, we were on vacation in october so things yeah. happened things happened so, life happened <laughs> be quiet right Stop now it. you know we, we don't need to hear we, it. We always knew we were going to talk about glitch. Yeah, we've been, and you know what? We have been like teasing that we were going to talk about glitch, I think. I think, well, because I, oh, I binged it like the weekend it came out. And so I brought it up at least on that, uh, like what we're watching episode, whatever I one that caught on. Definitely talked about it on our, like, one of our first episodes of like the year mm -hmm. of 2022, because right now we're in 2023. Um, yes. But, well, uh, okay. Full disclaimer, when we're recording this, we're still in 2022. When you're Just hearing this, this time travel thing. <laughs> 2023. There, you know, there's a, there's like a few days delay yeah. between recording and publishing, but this is, you know. But for the 2022, when we were talking about like the like dramas that we were excited for, Glitch this was, was on my list. Now, so. I, let me tell you, when this came out, I wanted to binge it, okay? But I was like, Natalia, don't do it because wait till you have a date of the episode and watch it close to that so, so that remember. it's fresh in your mind I you should get have there. yeah so yeah. i watched it on christmas day <laughs> i watched it yesterday. like i said that that weekend pretty much it came out and i was like i felt like i was in some like little jail jail cell like Rocking back and forth, going. I wish anything. that Jesse and Natalia were done because I really you can't say anything. Because this show is like because I even I even just so wanted to mean. be able to we say made you wait so I know we're such <laughs> the assholes. The main thing I really wanted to say, and it wasn't even going to be a spoiler, but it it was spoiler enough that I was like, I wanted to say, guys, it's about cults a lot. Like I really <laughs> I wanted to say that. Because let me tell you, you don't find out it's about a cult. <laughs> You for don't. a couple episodes yeah, like yeah, and yeah. there was nothing in the there was there was nothing in the description or the marketing that would make you think a cult was coming you could probably think about it like if i had actually like sat down and thought about it and be like mm. like hmm, hmm, but hmm. like 
they just showed it and then they were like hey alien cult here you go and, and you're like, like oh shit okay I so needed this as before we get too deep into it this is a spoiler episode so if you haven't seen glitch and plan on seeing it maybe go watch it before listening to this episode i will say the main content warning is if you can't handle cult stuff don't watch it yeah like if- it's also a suicide um like a depiction so mentioned yeah. yeah like you see it like yeah so just as a warning yeah. going in that's the biggest thing yeah and like oddly that we don't really get in dramas especially do you wouldn't have expected in glitch uh their guns <laughs> yes oh yeah so yes like, there are guns could be uh, something that like someone would not want to watch and they wouldn't be expecting it in a k-drama but guns well, happen especially even if you look at the poster for glitch you wouldn't expect these things to necessarily pop up so that's yeah. why we're mentioning hey these things are in it if those are like big no-nos that's a yeah no-no. and it like the description of it tells you nothing of this <laughs> it, the description is nothing <laughs> the description gives you zero it's about like, what you're about to nothing encounter like the show but it is like yeah Everything it well, says, it does. I, I will <laughs> say, if, if you just watch the first episode or two, and if you stop, like, if you just You stop will have there, no idea you, what you're you about. You'll probably imagine a completely different show. Yeah. Than what um, it is. Absolutely. Now, that, does that mean that it jumps a shark? No. 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 no it fits. I, I, yeah, this show is great. And um, we're going to talk about it today on this episode of the certified newness <laughs> I, I guess we should start with like okay the first episode or two w- what kind of did we deal with we dealt with the main character who is struggling with a variety of things in life mm-hmm. and creating uh seeing aliens yeah like, she she believes around. herself to be incredibly mentally ill mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she's in sort of a loveless relationship with yeah. this poor sap of a dude kind of working at a job she's kind of about yeah that she got because her dad got it for her uh living living with her dad and her Mm stepmom uh just meandering through life in a fog essentially Mm -hmm. um then them aliens though (laughs) they won't release her from their grasp she sees an alien everywhere she goes with a baseball helmet. Yes, with a baseball helmet from a baseball team that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Which baseball is... team from the early 2000s. Yeah. It's it's something we find out that has been a reoccurring thing for her in her mm-hmm. past. Because she then goes to see her old psychiatrist when she was young. Her, like, the children's psychologist. Mm-hmm. She goes to see him and is like, hey... I'm still it's crazy. Reoccurring and it's, Please help. It's coming back full force now. I'm I'm like seeing him in the convenience store. <laughs> and he's like, huh, that's not great. That sounds so, tough. So then as far as what glitch is, like, so on top of just these like sightings of aliens and pretty much interactions with them on some level too is what it feels mm-hmm. like. She she encounters a couple of large glitches on electronics, like mm-hmm. be it a cell phone from her ex question mark boyfriend uh, that he that she finds, or 
she's in a room with like a lot of computers and all of a sudden like they all glitch and like mm-hmm. they're talking mm-hmm. to her and it's obvious that it's supposedly the aliens. So like it's this Yeah. And she's like she's also like glitching in her own mind. Like she loses time yeah. and uh doesn't remember what she's been doing and ends up in weird places. It's not great. She then befriends a cop. <laughs> <laughs> Like, okay, I gotta say this for the cop character. You know, there's like the, the he's he's not like a stupid or bad cop. He just has no idea what he's getting into. And well, that's in his driving force is that he has a crush on her. Oh so, yes, like, absolutely. That's From right. He one. Yeah. And like which like, is which is sort of funny. Because like, like when they meet, it's because he thinks she's about to kill herself and is completely insane but he's into that <laughs> well automatically you're going dude no like no. It, it makes you wonder if he has crushes on like many of the people that he deals with when he's yeah working. he seems like a like a poor soul uh i actually really liked his character he's like he's just lost confused yeah. unsure he of what's happening he was trying very hard yeah so her boyfriend well ex-boyfriend because they they break up after he asks her to marry him and Mm -hmm. she's like i can't do this and he's also gotten a house too because they they do kind of like bring up all these like very big significant like life choices events so that like you can kind of portray it as maybe possibly that's what's like helping Mm -hmm. with this like she's having kind of like a psychotic break because of all these like major life events kind of happening Mm -hmm. to her and she's not ready and so he goes missing and she's like, she goes to where she thinks he is because mm-hmm. she tracks him down on his find your friends on his Apple phone, on his Apple watch, sorry, and finds the watch, but not him. And then that glitches. And then that glitches. And then there's all these bugs that form a crop circle, essentially, that only she can see. And when she tries to take a picture of it, they all fly away. And then she's like, I need to contact the experts. I I will say, (laughs) up to this point, up to this point, I thought what was fascinating about how her character was portrayed, it felt very, very realistic in the fact that she never wanted to say out loud Mm-hmm. Even like really the mm-hmm. word alien, she was yeah. trying to she was trying her best mm-hmm. to avoid that what she was dealing with mentally. She was like, mm-hmm. I she kept on saying, I know this isn't real. Like, and yeah. I thought that was a fascinating thing. Whereas yeah. I think in a lot of shows about a character like this, from square one, they're like, Hey everybody, I'm seeing she like, was very person. Yeah. She yeah. was keeping it to herself, very close to yeah, her. She best. was really trying to like not give in she was like yeah she was really kind of like trying to make herself like not believe what was happening and like kind of force herself to be kind of back into the reality of the world and being perceived as like a normal person but Mm -hmm. also getting her voice heard which i think was like the most fascinating about this show is that even though it's labeled a comedy it's not a comedy not a comedy like even when you see this like the character the alien which is very comedic it's never done like in a way that's comedic Mm -hmm. you can tell like her fear and her like anxiety around seeing this thing around it's it's like this inescapable thing and she's like no i don't want this to be happening Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
And I actually just really enjoyed those tones. Like mm-hmm. I, I really liked how they handled those things because it felt how a real person would read. Yeah. Like it felt like a very real reaction to that yeah. type of stuff. And I, I really appreciated that aspect of her character. Like we're not saying the show is doesn't have funny moments because yeah, it, it does. does. And there's yeah. like comedic characters. Short. Yeah. But like as a comedy, I would not label this as comedy. I think it gives it like the show a disservice too. Like, yeah. I would not want someone coming in thinking this is comedy because you're not going to get that no. in this show. No. And that's why even when you look at the poster, you're like, oh, cute looking alien. Because like, mm-hmm. it's not like a super scary looking alien. It's, yeah. You know. Like if, if you were looking at this poster, you would think it was like. Like Alf, you know? Yeah. Like, like, like you know, like two two women like go searching for aliens and find an oh, adorable like, alien yeah. my form and then you very quickly into the show are like oh oh, oh yeah, wait no. No. no oh no <laughs> this is about it. mentally ill people oh no <laughs> um I, I and i i do think that the topic of mental illness though they don't like delve super deep mm-hmm. into that for her like as far as diagnosis or anything mm-hmm. i still think they handled it pretty well like i don't mm-hmm. feel like they ever really mishandled it it was yeah yeah and i think it's it's largely due with uh what you kind of see as the series progresses she has this ptsd of this Mm -hmm. event that happened that you kind of you start to see slowly because they show it as a flashback Mm -hmm. um of the two main female leads who like when they're younger there's a thing that happened and so you're kind of seeing it as more of like a ptsd kind of thing where she's like blocked it so she has all these unanswered like things in her mind and block because of this mm. one big thing that she knew happened to her but she really doesn't have a recollection of yeah mm-hmm. so, so as things progress she goes to an, an expert and then from there she online discussion board kind of through a variety of things finds finds a little clue which leads her to like hey there's this in-person meeting and she gets up the nerve to go to an in-person meeting in this bar restaurant place <laughs> to meet the like a, a real cast expect. of characters who are exactly what you would expect exactly. to be at a ufo meeting <laughs> and they are so like i don't think this show could have hired better actors <laughs> yes. for these weirdos and like but not like weirdos like weirdos said affectionately like they're weirdos but like hmm. so you have um well of course nana playing uh Bora, who turns out i I, I will say her character that's in this like in this ufo group group, she she is the character that's like she's too cool to be here (laughs) um so she turns out to be her old friend from middle school mm-hmm. that was there when the when she was abducted the first time uh who she is blocked out of her mind because dealing with the fact that she was abducted as a child was was the catalyst Dramatic. for her current mm-hmm. issues uh then you have um Lee Gu playing Kim Dong Hyuk who plays this little like basically like 20 year old who's way younger than everyone else but <laughs> is really just passionate about ufos and wants to be their best friend uh and then you have park one suck playing philip who um 
It's exactly what you would Jeff picture. No, 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 oh, no. This is you, not you, him. You, We're not here yet. We're sorry, not here yet. Sorry. We're talking long hair. We're talking sorry. goatee. We're talking exactly. The names are very similar. <laughs> that's true. We're talking exactly who you would expect to be the leader of a UFO yeah. club. It's dead on. Um, if you're picturing an dead, in the like if it. you're like whatever you're picturing, that is him. And, and then you have curious about what he's up to. Yeah. And then you have my man. I was literally when I saw him appear on the screen, I was like, oh, he's in this. Um, Taewong Suk playing Captain Prince, the beefcake ex-Marine who now runs a cafe, but is also passionate about UFOs as well. You just know that he gives really good hugs. That's oh the God. thing about yeah. <laughs> He looks like his hugs would be so warm like- and nice. <laughs> like, oh. I think back up also because I don't think we said it. the The main lead is played by John Yeo Bin, who mm. everybody knows. But then um, yeah. her boyfriend is Lee Dong Hui, who's so. also incredible in this. Yeah. Like the cast in this is really fantastic, fantastic. Um, yeah, if you don't know who Taewon Suk is, he was in the player. He played the big dude in Arthur mm-hmm. Chronicles, like. <laughs> that guy he's that guy he kind of is very close to what he is in player except just an alien Mm -hmm. (laughs) like that's okay i I always love looking at his roles because like up until recently they were always like guard (laughs) large man large gangster (laughs) guest detective like just and then you get to like the player and it's like oh yeah you know he's the main fucking dude he's the big the big dude in the play he's the big dude in the play anyway um <laughs> he's i just really like him and was so excited when he appeared and do you know why i really like him and this may be just purely just because he is so unusual for a korean actor it's like he's a madung suckian character you know like he's a big beefy dude and not beefy and like oh i go to the gym and like have no i'm talking he's a big man Uh he's a big man like because there's a difference between like gym muscles and like big strong dudes do you know what i mean like he's a big strong dude and that is his role in this show and he is so good i was like okay if they don't have him just open palm slapping someone to the ground in this show it is a waste of a casting Seriously. don't worry <laughs> don't worry it comes don't, don't worry <laughs> he open palm slaps a few people don't worry about it like i was oh. concerned for a while because like his character is of the level like he's not all the time you know a little screen time here and there whenever yeah. something's happening with the ufo mm-hmm. group but it's you know, he's not one of the main and main. He's, yeah, and he's never, like, really portrayed as, like, their bodyguard or anything. He's no. Like, enjoys the like, thing. It's literally just, like, he wanders into a fight and is like, what the hell is going on here? Like, absolutely not. We are not doing this. You can't beat up my friends. But, like, <laughs> but he's so effortlessly funny. Like, mm-hmm. like. Oh, sorry, I'm just I'm going ahead because I'm just thinking <laughs> just, of the scenes. A tangent on just our love. I'm just thinking of the scenes. Like there's like this one scene where they're breaking into a compound, and like he's so effortlessly funny that I just, anyway I just think he's absolutely <laughs> fabulous, and you should all go support him and because this is Natalia's love break. <sighs> Listen, there's like certain okay, there's like certain guys 
that I just like I'm just like mm. 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 like a lot of the times when I say like oh someone's a smoke show I think I say that from like sort of like an art and photography point where I'm like this is an aesthetically beautiful person who looks good in photos and like draped across cities or whatever okay that's not Taewon Suk but like could be draped across my settee if you know what I mean. Hey you, hey you. I just feel like he could lift me very easily, you know, like those big strong arms. You know, I mean, he like, probably could. Like he definitely <laughs> could. Like he definitely could. Okay, You're moving on. Moving on. Um, so what I like about the, as far as you, you get to the UFO group and then you, you start having definitely encounters between the two lead. Mm-hmm. ex-best mm-hmm. friends from childhood and all this so i do like the fact that it wasn't like automatically like hey nice to see you you know they're dealing with a lot of yeah it was kind of like reveal to you like, yeah because she doesn't know the main lead is because she's blocked this memory and it's been so long they were like young kids mm. she doesn't remember her so it's very like you're kind of finding it out when she's finding it out like so it's not mm-hmm. like they like already like are butting heads because of the incident that like drew them apart she like legitimately doesn't know that she's part of the group at this point right Mm. and then you can imagine how the other character would feel about that as far as like you're looking at your ex-best friend and Mm -hmm. she's not recognizing you yeah but you don't even know it's not really recognition she you figured that she's ignoring so that's a completely different vibe as far as machinations, like, so then we start getting into, they kind of get some tip, tip offs about like, Hey, this organization, mm-hmm. let's go check out this organization thing. And I really, I actually did really, really like the scenes where they go. It's not when they're like full on infiltrating quite yet, but they're kind of mm-hmm. trying to, when they try to be like, what is up with this stuff? And I will say some of that was a little comedic. It was. But it was pretty fun. It reminded mm-hmm. me, so when they go, when it's uh, Nana and the other guy, when they go to, like, finally go to, like, the meeting and they op- the doors open and they, like, go into the, like, the main hallway, it reminded me <laughs> of the episode of um, uh, What We Do in the Shadows when they find the, <laughs> the vampire <laughs> cults. Do you yes. remember that? <laughs> yes! <laughs> it's, like, exactly like that. <laughs> well, because... I, when I watch the few cult shows that I watch, like, I, I'm always interested in, like, kind of the front face of the cult mm-hmm. as far as where the initiates kind yeah, of see yeah. the happy side of whatever's going on. And so, and as someone who is raised in something similar, it's interesting, it's interesting to see, like, that type of stuff because mm-hmm. yeah, you kind of see, like, oh, yeah, people... People being happy and like yeah, they're happy and opening and respectful and like yeah they're, they're warm they're, they're singing like, this they're is dancing this is really they're nice. having wonderful yeah. they're you know refreshments like just like a quick aside I was not raised in a cult but once for some reason my mom is very Christian but like not in like a culty way like she's a united church member like they're the hippies of the Christian world but one time they were like she took me to this uh like christian music performance and i was probably about 16 and she took my then boyfriend and me and i was sitting here and 
when I tell, I don't think a cult would ever get me. Because when I tell you, when I was, like, looking around at everyone, like, singing and, like, praising Jesus, I was like, this is the creepiest shit. I was like, I gotta go. Like, I literally was like, mom, I can't. Like, I gotta fucking get up and get the fuck out of here. Like, these people are creepy. Do you not see how this is creepy? Mm -hmm. And then I literally just, like, got up and walked out. And everyone was just, like, watching me leave. And I was like, no. (laughs) No. Like, y'all about to start speaking in tongues. I'm out of here. And it's so uncomfortable to watch even in fiction for me mm-hmm. where I watch it and I'm just like, Ugh. and so this show did that very well, like showing the, well, it was also surprising too. Like mm-hmm. I really didn't catch on that. It was going to become a cult. Like it really was kind of just like all of a sudden, Oh my gosh, we're in a cult. And it is actually about yeah. aliens still. It's not even like we were tricked into it being a cult. And then the alien thing kind of just was the, catalyst to be there it's like still ingrained in everything so that was like like very surprising and very interesting to me like we got to that point i was like oh this is a cult show and i I, like as soon as i did i was like Like, we picked it you're like i i came here for the aliens i'm staying for the cult i personally like literally just watched this like yesterday Mm. i watched i sat and watched it all (laughs) knowing that we were gonna do this and i was like we did this again. <laughs> Look at we us. We did Holly it. and I are again on a cult it. spoiler episode. No, 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 no. We love us some cult shows. We don't love well, cults. That, that's why I cult. love them shows. When, whenever I hit that part of the show, I was like, oh, I want to say something, but I, I know. I, it, it must it have been killing like, you. Yeah. It must have been killing you for months oh, yeah. to say because nothing. I, I, because I wouldn't have even said anything past that. I just wanted to say you guys, it has a lot of cult stuff in it. That's all I wanted to say. It's the cult stuff. It's the cult stuff. But that, that twist, it was it was a twist. Yeah. Like, and so you have to let people, mm. I mean, obviously, if you're listening, obviously, like, hopefully you've watched it or you don't plan on watching yeah. it. Or you don't plan on watching it because you don't really care. You just love listening to us talk. <laughs> well, but I will say, if you ever talk, like, so if someone hasn't watched it and you think they might be interested, do... Don't tell them it's about a cult. Yeah. Don't spoil. Don't, don't spoil, spoil that unless stuff. unless you think it's a trigger point. Other than that, let them figure like, out that twist. It was such. Yeah. It was such a delightful. <laughs> I really surprise. like. I was so into it. I was like, <gasps> because with these what? things, it can like usually they go either like you find out aliens aren't real and she was just mentally ill, which is like the sad ending because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, she's just she's just really mentally ill and that's that's really sad or you find out there's some government conspiracy which is fun but when it's a cult oh boy (laughs) now i have to to say so this was written by a man named jen hansei who is a nepo baby of the writing world he is he is his mother is the writer of healer and faith and also Sandglass, which in 1995 was a big deal. Yeah, okay. she's like known as like writing the two most popular dramas in of K drama history. Yeah, like she and it was like right out the gate. <laughs> yeah, her. and, and I saw them and I was like, oh, we should try to figure out some of the older ones from the yeah. 90s. Um, and he's only possible. written three things. Mm-hmm. Uh, one was like a web drama called Irish Uppercut. Which I haven't seen. I'm oh yeah, it's this. that's on my one. list for this year yeah. sometime. Paul. I'm pretty sure Amanda has seen it. Oh, possibly. Well. Then he wrote extracurricular, which was 
the is a wild show. I haven't seen um, it yet. I don't. Know it's another. Ne- it's another Netflix one, and I guess Netflix. It's that's one about uh, high school students mm-hmm. who become drug dealers yeah. essentially. Uh, and then he wrote this, so I feel like Netflix is like, oh, we like this little nepo baby. Which is also why, like if you liked extracurricular, a lot of the cast is in this cast. Yeah. Um, well, one character I do want to bring up, mm-hmm. and because it's been a couple months now for me looking at the cast list on MDL, I can't pick which one it is, but essentially it is the the guy who at first, when they are kind of starting to look into this cult meeting situation, mm-hmm. and there's this guy that like the Nana character gets found out that she's videotaping. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's all this very mm-hmm. intense thing. And, but then all of a sudden it's like, Oh, this guy's like our contact to get yeah, yeah. more information. Yeah. Like that was a really fascinating twist. He, so he's played by uh, Ko Chang Suk, and mm-hmm. he's looking for his daughter. Okay. Was, so he, I thought that was the one, but the fact that they only so too. so they just they're like, oh, his his uh, character name is Kim Chan Woo, church member, and I'm like, you could have said mm-hmm. more than just church member. Yeah. Well, I think that they're purposely doing that because like the entire time you never know if he is actually for or against them. Like True. every single time he's uh, like up, you don't know if he's going to hurt them or mm-hmm. take them back or help them. Like, it's constantly you're trying to figure it out. Yeah. And I think that's probably why they labeled him. I would assume that someone on MDL was like, hey, let's yeah. not spoil this. Let's not, let's not give away with, like, his... Um, and I also have to say that I do love that... So, uh, Beck Juhee was fantastic in her role as the public face of this cult. Um, but they have her listed as value realtor. Yes. <laughs> because that's how you first meet her. Yeah, one of the things that like oh, yeah. happens is, is the the show she's trying to find what happened to her boyfriend because she doesn't believe he's gone. You find out later that he bought a plane ticket to leave, and everybody just believes that he's so crushed that she decided not Broke to with him. Yeah. like marry him, and he had just gotten this lease on this place for them together, and so the, it's this whole thing. And so she then goes she kind of has this like realization because she starts to like team up with Nana's character and is mm-hmm. like, we should figure it out. And she realizes at one point that like all of his stuff had moved out really quickly. So like, if he just left, how did that happen? Like th- that just seems weird. And so she tracks down the realtor who is the face of the, the cult. Mm. And I really, witnesses... liked, I really liked that scene of witness, mm-hmm. yeah. witnessing this weird uh, cult meeting that happens in the apartment. Oh, it my God. Like a... Well, the thing like... is, because you're sitting there going, like, what the crap's going to happen? It's like, it's because oh, my they, God. Like, found the energy was weird because they always have the, like, the the detector, you know, the, like, yeah. thing, mm-hmm. you know, that, like, picks up on the, the scale electromagnetic goes... stuff, yeah. you know, like, if you've seen any sort of, like. Yeah, <laughs> thing, that thing, and so they're like, "Oh, this is perfect." And they had been in that like, pull in that apartment because it's the old apartment or whatever. And so they're trying mm-hmm. to figure out what's like if there's anything left of the boyfriend. Which spoiler alert: his cat is the only thing left, which Nana's character is very much afraid of. So they like, <laughs> witness this like blessing or like it's just some weird cult it's just like some, some weird cult shit just weird yeah. just weird cult shit just them all <laughs> chanting and singing and putting on a little disco ball and you're just like you know, it reminds like fuck. it's you know those um 
they're the the turtles that have the lights in the back of them and it like like it's, like it's for little up. kids it's like yeah. it's a stuffed animal t- turtle and then oh, the, sh- in the yeah. shell it has like all the like places for the lights so then when it projects on it's just like pinpoint like lights the See, I used to, when I when I was younger I was like really into like astronomy and so my dad had gotten me like it was basically a light stick but in the ball had all of like the constellations you mm-hmm. could see and where on earth you could see them so when you turned it on it would like project the constellations yeah. like onto your ceiling and this is like I think it like has like you know like more of like a I think it plays something so it's like for little kids when they're yeah. going to sleep mm-hmm. type thing yeah but just that, like that. moving just moving yeah. lights, lights and like little and you're just like oh boy and meanwhile they're like crammed in a closet trying not to be scared by the cat <laughs> oh it's it's something and, but, oh, so, it's so from good. then on it's like crap this is a cult so then they had mm-hmm. to go try to go to the meeting and then from there it's like they have to keep trying to figure out like what the crap is going on and it's the progression of that like I can't convey it it was all very satisfying I Mm -hmm. thought the way that the way it the way it unfolded the pace that it unfolded at Mm -hmm. felt logical it Mm -hmm. made like yeah this would be how you would eventually figure it out and as far as how they would ever infiltrate or anything seemed decent yeah like this none of it none of it seemed like oh you could never do that it's like "Mm, maybe sure Everything that they do was very within the realm of reality. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, okay. everything that the characters do, not the story. A lot of it is outside of the <laughs> well, realm. I, I was just meaning the main character's yeah, investigation yeah. and the steps, like the, yeah. the revealing of the story of the cults. Like, I mm-hmm. thought that was very yeah. well done, the way it would unfurl. Like, yeah. I it, like, good. I mean, like, I, it kind of follows any cult that you've ever seen, too. It's just yeah. that this cult has the level of, like, the aliens and, like, you know, which, wanting to... Which not is, even that unfamiliar in the yeah, cult true. world. Yeah, true, like, yeah. Um, but, like, it has, like, a lot of stuff that, like, is kind of realistic in a way that I think, like, especially, like, Koreans would get mm-hmm. in because there's such a, like... There's a lot of cults in yeah, Korea. There's mm-hmm. a there's kind of a big problem. That's why, yeah. why you see them a lot in dramas is because it's actually fairly common it's a, it's a well-known social issue yeah. that's currently plaguing Korea. which you see like which plays out a lot because there's like points where like you can see that the um police force in that area is kind of almost like paid off paid or off is like part cult. of the cult and stuff so you kind of like, see those parts mm-hmm. and how they are infiltrated because then you have like every once in a while you have the um cop the original cop who's has the crush on her he's coming back to kind of like figure out more things mm. and later on with her friend from her her co-worker friend oh my gosh she's such a delight. <laughs> they kind of just like such go a off delight. and do like their own like they're having like a little like buddy cop show on the <laughs> also, side okay her her co-worker friend person seemed mm-hmm. a little obsessed with her i am gonna give well, you that listen, i i will say a lot of lesbian vibes in this show <laughs> but but um, they never leaned they never made it like yeah. Oh, let's talk about romance. That's no, like, no, 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 no. There's, there's literally, literally no romance really in this not. show. Uh, but there's there's some vibe. There's tension part. there, you know. <laughs> like there's there's no. a little vibe going on between the two like, main characters. All I wanted to say about that coworker friend was like, I don't think that she's aware how obsessed she is with. I, her know. I kind friend. of think that they they're like mostly trying to like play her off as 
she was her only like real friend and then also like probably they were closest to each other in that like mm. very boring job and so she's like I need you to not be like quitting this job you are yeah. my friend we sit hey. beside each other <laughs> when you have each a other. work bestie they are your life oh, yeah that is a thing <laughs> yeah and if I, that person goes away you are screwed but it like led no, to like, some really great like moments yeah, between her and that I used to work I used, around. I used yeah, to work in a pharmacy funny. and when my work bestie quit, I quit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, absolutely not. Like he left, I was gone. <laughs> I was like, I'm not sticking around this shithole for anyone. Probably like Ooh, yes, remember pay me minimum not wage. Very many females in that office too, so she was probably like, please oh, yeah. don't. Please don't please leave. Don't leave. Um the director of this also a woman who hasn't really directed very much but did direct one of the uh, sf8 specials hmm. and a couple movies that she mm-hmm. wrote um but yeah this is like her first full yeah, length it's a pretty she did great she did great team yum mm. Mm. So eventually, and not to like go way into all the cult stuff, but eventually like at the cult thing, like it, it intensifies, like levels yeah. up, levels up. And then it all, you know, the, it culminates into pretty much the main event of what was supposed to be pretty much a suicide plot. Yeah. Yes. A, well, a, then a, also that you find out that her character, the main female's character is the messiah of the group. Except mm-hmm. that what, what I love about this is I don't actually think she was so basically how this cult works is that they there's a a literal woman with dementia who you find out Mm -hmm. has been weaved woven in because she was a ufo abductee victim from the 70s but she is now a, a woman with an old woman with dementia and mobility issues and but she draws things and everything she draws are like gospel to this cult but then they break into her house at one point and then the main character like talks to her and gives her fruit. And then the next day she draws the main character's portrait and everyone's like, oh, it's the Messiah. Well, I think no, that's the thing because they never had a, the Messiah. Like they portrait. never knew who it was. It was like yeah. that she was supposed to just or they were supposed to just come. And mm-hmm. so finally it did like yeah. in the form of this portrait. The form of this portrait, except that it was probably just a woman with dementia drawing a woman who gave her a piece of fruit and talked about the children's show she was watching with her. Like, and so they, oh my God, this show is so good. Like, like, I feel like it's one of those things where I feel like when you're describing it, it comes out sounding worse. Oh yeah, yeah. than it is. Cause I'm like, well, no, you don't understand it's so good. Even it's so good. even discussing the pat, like I don't know how many episodes of near the end of the show. As far as all the cult anticipation stuff, like it's mm-hmm. it's fascinating and mm-hmm. it's interesting, mm-hmm. but to break it all down, like it doesn't do its service really. So like, you just have to watch it. You just sort yeah. of watch it. But like, if you're listening to this, we're gonna probably assume that. You have watched it, so you already know how good it is. Um. Anyway, so then there's an alien, you know. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Were were were, was the alien real? Is she just insane? 
these are all left is it all a mess who's these was it all just like a drug fueled we don't this is left to your interpretation like almost like it's like yes to both sides because they're yeah yeah they they find out that they were being drugged like that's how they were Mm -hmm. getting the people because there was a lot of times they were pumping out like fog and the fog yeah for you know atmospheric fog that was it was drugs it was drugs it was hallucinogenics uh so the cult was was a drug cult that no, <laughs> that no run run by a crazy man, actually um, wanting to take those drugs. It just happened to them. Yeah, and then, like it's just, and then just, <laughs> it's like it's so good. Just like when that dress that they had her in, like yeah, everything about it is so perfectly done what's perfect about the show is that it's really quirky and wacky and yeah, it keeps it's that up in very this very realistic weird. tone it, yeah it's like everyone in it is weird but everyone in it is weird in a unique and believable way yeah it's not like they're playing like a character weird like yeah. it's just that that's who they are yeah like like everyone even like her dad's weird yeah her stepmom's weird the cop is weird her best friend her boyfriend's weird like everyone is weird but they're weird in a way like oh i've met this person before like this is a real person that you've met in your life weird and so even the stuff within the cult that's weird it's like but this is also cult stuff yeah. yeah, like if you've seen any documentary about a cult, you've met every single one of these members in this documentary. Yeah. So there, <laughs> like, there's like the varying degrees of like members within it. It's like, you mm-hmm. know, you have the passive ones, you have the ones that are not like as good as things, so they put them in different things, and then you have the ones that are like more like hardcore members. Well, yeah, that like are willing to die and die hard for, you know, those type yeah. of things. And so like you get that kind of difference and then also the people who are obviously not part of the cult but like want to control others so they're like head of everything or you know i mean they even pull back the curtain to show like inner circle like the machinations of that and kind of the power struggles Mm -hmm. amongst like you know how like how like the power dynamic like how the triangle of the guy at the top Mm -hmm. controls everyone underneath him and it's so good it's like they go into it but they don't like focus on that for like 20 minutes or something they reveal things very quickly but like enough to like wow i'm really into this now well i actually kind of like really show like just a brief i think especially with the realtor character Mm -hmm. how i think one of the things that like maybe draws a lot of people to cults is the feeling of like not having an importance or like not feeling self-worth in your yeah. daily life and then going to these cults and you're put in positions that you are felt yeah. worthy and she was put in that and then like towards the end couple of episodes you start to see stuff that like show that she's not who she is in terms of the cult like she, there, there's that one part when they're setting up for the podium and stuff and she can't do most of the stuff and she's getting getting you know bossed around by people and you kind of like yeah. see kind of like these little like ways that this cult is actually working to make these people believe yeah. what they believe. And it's it's so fascinating because, you know, like cults prey on people who lack community mm-hmm. and provide them with the sense of like belonging and the sense of, you know, like 
acceptance and being belonging to something like bigger than themselves or whatever. And that, and I feel like this like really demonstrated that really well. I would, there's, I also thought it was interesting how they tied in the aliens with the cult. Like that Mm -hmm. was, yeah. I, I would be like really interested. Like every once in a while you'll have like, you'll see like a YouTube series. And it's like ex cult member or like, you know, cult deprogrammer looks at shows and tells you like, Oh, is, yeah. is this like an accurate, I would be really interested to like see one of those. Cause I saw one for, um, what was the movie? Uh, the, the movie about the girl whose boyfriend brings her into a cult. Um, Midsummer. Midsummer, thank you. And he was like, "This is exactly what cults are like. Like this is this." Like I was watching it. He was like a like a guy who like rescues and deprograms people from cults. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "This is very accurate to like actual cults." So I, I'd be like interested to see someone like that or like an ex cult member being like, "Oh yeah, this is fucking." <laughs> like, mm-hmm. But it it seemed very like there wasn't overt like violence towards most of the people in the cult. Like that's yeah. not you know it wasn't like a. At least the ones but, that you didn't see. There was like, yeah, like obviously that stuff like behind doors mm-hmm. or like the people who were kind of like probably forcibly like yeah. given drugs and kept in like comatose states. Mm-hmm. But but that's all you know. That was, that was always, the, only the diehard believers. Yeah, were allowed to like see that. Mm-hmm. So it was really well done. Um, and I think one of the things we didn't talk about, like, that's actually the major plot, like, through this entire thing is the friendship and the reconciliation mm-hmm. between the two female leads. Yeah. So, like, rekindling their friendship and the pursuit of making people believe stuff when you know it's true. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. and kind of, like, not allowing like people to bring you down when you're like no we really need to figure out what's going on and you see it with the main character how she kind of like goes from trying to pretend like that's not all happening to finally Mm -hmm. seeing it and believing what's going on and some of the things that are happening because she's finally like reaching out for the answers yeah i also want to say i think the fact that they the female leads being female, like gender, gender plays, I think, in my opinion, as far as the theme of people not wanting to like hear what they had to say about stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And as far as how this was like a female director, like, yeah, I, I think there was a lot said there too. And the, the, the fact that those characters are female makes it. Yeah. And younger. I mean, yeah, they're not like they're, our age technically yeah. but like younger females i think are the ones that are even more kind of prosecuting yeah. this where they're just not heard or believed in what happened or you know they're trying to get across mm-hmm. like and- it said a lot about society without being too overt about mm-hmm. stuff like it was always bits here and there and i what i had to say was always like really interesting mm-hmm. i I really thought it was just absolutely, I I really, absolutely excellent. And especially like when they, you know, when they showed them as like children and then you see like what, how this like change, like this event of the main character being the inciting incident of this, of her story is that she was obsessed with aliens and then was abducted. And they blamed it on the other girl 
forcing her to sniff glue or whatever, which never happened like that. But they basically, the her parents gaslit her into believing because she didn't remember what happened to her. So it sort of also had this, a lot to say about like classism as well, like in, mm-hmm. you know, in society where it's like, of course they're going to blame the girl from the wrong side of the tracks uh, for, you know, whatever and it was also very clear that like nana's character was more invested in it so then mm -hmm. it was like also like her being told at that young age again that she was weird yeah by like the only person that she was having like a connection with and so she was like Mm -hmm. losing that relationship because you got the sense that like her home life was bad Mm -hmm. and no one really cared about her yeah. or what she got up to. She was like the outcast of school and that sort of yeah. thing. And so it, it was like, God, everything about this show is so good. So like their friendship, like, you know, and where they are now in life and how that incident like changed the, di- like the directory that both of them took in life. Um, it was just so fascinating where one, you know, her brain said, no, this didn't happen. Block it out. And the other one said, I'm going to find out what happened. I'm going to spend the rest of my life. Like, even if my one friend hates me now, I'm still going to dedicate my life to figuring out what happened, even if she still hates me. And it's fascinating. Like, it's so well done. And I was it actually surprised. a lot of ground for 10 episodes in my, yeah. like, it really, it chugs along. To, to be honest, I was very surprised when I realized it was written by a man because I was like, this is a really good female friendship. Like, I feel like he's got a lot of female friends, this man. It actually is, especially because, like, like they don't really focus on her relationship with the, uh, you know, her ex-boyfriend that much. And mm-hmm. the parents really only, like, kind of mention it in more of, like, a these are your milestones to become an adult it's not like yeah. even like they're like we need you to get married yeah. it's just like that those are the check that's what you do you know you check the box on do. things that you do in life every time then when you when they were talking about the boyfriend it was more of she needed to find him because that's what you do as a good person you know yes. and so it, it never was like they were like oh, you just want to go back with him or you feel, like, sorry or whatever. Like, it's it never yeah. really was that. And, like, her, the two never, like, focused in on that being mm-hmm. a thing. Like, it was never constant. Like, and and even with, the like, the the, the cop who was, like, you know, helping, helping her. her, she didn't care about him. And then they mm-hmm. kind of just didn't pursue it once, like, she was off with, the other girl it was just like they Mm -hmm. just didn't pursue it and then they they to the point where at the end you see that she doesn't get back together with her boyfriend no like and they very amicably are like you know what this is we're not yeah what i really do i remember right that they were kind of the cat co-parents yes oh was that like i think they were gonna do that which is very weird because she didn't didn't give a shit about that cat (laughs) but 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 what okay so what I sort of liked about, like, sort of riffing off of what Jesse was saying was I really enjoyed that it wasn't, like, her, her like, desire to find him was not that, like, 
she still loved him because she clearly they were friendly but she, like they even had like a scene where they have the most boring sex that she is clearly not she's checked out of like so like clearly the love wasn't there anymore if it ever was but she still cares about him as a person and a lot of it was her growing frustration that she is the only one that cares about what happened to him like and that no one will believe her when she's like no this isn't something he would do like this is not like even if we broke up he would not do this this is wrong because yeah, the, the, the responses would like usually be is, like yeah. oh you're saying that because you're the girlfriend or whatever you feel like, bad no. about what you and did like, and now no. you're trying to like you know trying make to make yourself feel better one, like clearly who ended everything yeah and then and so i always felt like like she didn't give a shit about that cat but she still went and left food for it every day because she's like listen like i i don't hate this guy like we didn't break up because i hated him or he was bad or... we still had a relationship like yeah, i feel we're... that's like also kind of what their relationship was like mm -hmm. they were just they fit but they didn't it was comfortable yeah like I, like not even comfortable they were just like they're both were the odd people and they mm -hmm. they worked well together and so it was kind in of order like to, a, in order we to might as well do this boxes. yeah and oh, it wasn't boys. even mm -hmm. yeah it was just kind of like this is it, you know? And it wasn't like malicious on anybody's part or like, yeah, it was just kind of, they, were, they weren't like using each other. It was kind of a mutual, you know, it was like a mutual agreement essentially. Mm -hmm. That's what it felt like. And I was just like, you know, there was, it was two people who like, this is what was expected of us to do, you know, like we were at the age where we should get married. Like, am I also remembering right that she, the lead character that she had like wanted to get married like much sooner and that he had forced it back or was it her character or was it both of them i was trying to i think it was sort of like her. both of them like just sort of meandering through and then not like, being ready yeah and just you know just doing whatever like doing their thing because you know like there's sometimes in dramas where it's very like the woman wanted to get married the first six years or something and then just kind of gives up and is like whatever and then mm -hmm. they eventually break up way later on when the, and then the dude's finally coming around to it and she's like dude you missed out like the time the time is that's kind of a trope that happens Could quite have, often like, like said you missed it a couple years ago <laughs> <laughs> like I, I told you a bazillion times and you didn't pick that up so yeah I was but, trying to remember if that was a part of it, but I no, guess I don't. I don't think it was because, like, she she seemed pretty checked out of the. Yeah, and I, I like her relationship, especially with her dad. I think more was like that the dad was just maybe kind of like thinking that like she just needed this guidance as opposed mm -hmm. to it being as overbearing as it could be. Like he just like assumed like you can't pick up on these types of things so like you yeah. should go do this and you should go do this and kind of like obviously after watching the whole thing navigating knowing the background of how she was raised and the things like yeah because it's it's pretty clear that he does know that like the incident did affect her yeah yeah so i yeah it, it's interesting in that respect too. I think that like the parents could have gone a completely different way, like the normal mm -hmm. K drama way or 
any parent way, but like they really didn't. They didn't. And not to say that they ultimately didn't do what they needed for her to do but they did within their kind of confines of what they knew Mm -hmm. and how they could handle something like that Mm -hmm. because they obviously took her to a psychologist when she was younger which like hey in Mm k-drama land that's like rare yeah yeah without death like the only time that happens is with death yeah but like you know i think you know a lot of people most of their problems will be solved by uh, therapy. going to therapy and like actual good therapy, not garbage therapy that I'm sure there's many sketchy therapists in Korea. Like, well, it, it's just also kind of comical. So we recently watched a, um, a new year's movie and it was delightful it it was a love actually adjacent type thought yeah and uh but there was one couple that were suicidal and yeah and you're just like and you know as far as the instigation of this relationship you're like this is all bad you guys just need to like you can piss on the therapy like you need a good psychologist but it was a pretty it was a cute movie it's called you're in medley it was but the whole time you're like cute don't don't just get in a relationship go to like go to therapy <laughs> and, but i okay just like brief year-end medley kang hanol at his kang hanoliest okay <laughs> like if kang hanol he's an expert at playing the saddest sacks you've ever seen like imagine the dumbest most pathetic character and then keep going and that's like <laughs> kang hanol's his wheelhouse that's what he's born to play and this was his opus okay <laughs> and he needed he to did. go to therapy he, he he did also it also had uh everyone that's like a whole other thing like that sh- that movie was wild I the was cast. Just mentioning, but yeah even when it, the therapy even sometimes it's like yeah, oh it. cute no, you need to go to therapy. Like- no, you are mentally ill. You have trauma that you need to deal with. Um, which is could essentially mm-hmm. be almost any character in this in glitch. Oh yeah. You have trauma that you Every need to single person. Not you need a single to deal person. With. Like some of it some of it's leading you to be a literal criminal, and others you're just you're a little kooky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But y'all have got it. Like, it's got all. We've got the one guy, the kid with the mommy issues. You know, we got, you know, in the UFO club, we got the just. Actually, you know what? You know who doesn't seem to. Are you talking about Captain Prince? Aye, Captain <laughs> Prince seems pretty well adjusted, if you ask me. He seems like the, the one with his head screwed on straight. So, it's obvious that we would recommend. Absolutely. Drama, but, like, who. Who would be, like, into this drama? Okay. So I don't think I would recommend it to anyone who doesn't like slow or boring. Mm. It is definitely got that flavor it's, it's to a, it. It's a slow burn of um, a drama. Yeah. So do we want to reference right here? Do we want to maybe read off what Amanda had to say? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, yes. So, yeah. So we do have some thoughts. So And Amanda had some um, thoughts. And even though Amanda had some thoughts. Um, <laughs> she says that she probably wouldn't have made it past the first episode if Sky hadn't told her it picked up. Um, she she just thought it was too slow for her. Mm-hmm. And that it reminded her of a Dean Koontz novel called One Door Away from Heaven. Never read it, but 
It's the one um, I have read, and yes. <laughs> but Glitch is way better. <laughs> um, Glitch is way better. Uh, she also said that this should have been a lesbian romance drama. Not arguing with that. Yeah, I'm not going to argue what? with that. I'm but not going to argue with that. It was Although, also nice to have it not... No, yeah, like you know, yeah, no, no, no romance. <laughs> we didn't. But like, if, the, if 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 they had chosen to put romance in it, there was yeah, only one, one couple that yeah. there was only one option for the romance. <laughs> if if so, and that would be the the main two characters, but mm-hmm. unnecessary. And I'm glad they didn't. Yeah. Uh, and that was those base and, and her her favorite character <laughs> <laughs> was Captain Prince. <laughs> he's the best, y'all. He's so good. And I don't want to make it sound like they were only like at the bar type situation meeting sometimes like they actually went there near the end. Yeah, like, they're yeah. a large part of the show. They appear yeah, they, they much have, a lot of the yeah. show. They're they're there infiltrating they, they shit. They're getting hurt they, and yeah. numerous times. The late um, characters wouldn't have been able to do what they ended mm-hmm. up doing without like, without and they them. and so, they did it in a way that was like always supporting them. They never tried to yeah, like overshadow them over. or take over what they were doing. They were like, you know what you're doing. We will be here as your backup support. It's like real Can- power of friendship mm-hmm. shit, and I love yeah. it. Real power of friendship, but like also again the gender like they yeah. listen. Listen, your gender didn't matter to them, right? The truth but was like, out there. And gender politics in modern day Korea is not important well, when aliens exist. But, but my whole point is, they never tried to like run the show or no. tell them they were wrong. Like, I mean, what magical universe are all these guys living? In? No. <laughs> uh, please, more, more of the. And it's so funny that we're especially like, especially a oh, niche group like that. Yeah, Ooh. the perfect, the perfect men, the weird UFO fan. The chronically online UFO fanboys. Ooh, dreamy. Oh, like that's, yeah, guess- Stella's, that's how low the bar has gotten. Okay. <laughs> it is on the floor. I guess I will <laughs> say if you're looking for really supportive dude friends, don't think that this necessarily works in real life. No. <laughs> Just go to a UFO discussion board or in person meet and think you're going to meet really good dudes. <laughs> Listen, I'm. <laughs> No offense, I'm. Sh- there's very nice UFO groups out there, and like really nice UFO dudes, but I've met quite a few. There's always people, there's and the ones. and dudes, dudes usually are the dudiest. So yeah, like- and <laughs> and I just, I just have a question for these dudes that are the dudiest. <laughs> have have you like? It's you can wear deodorant. It's okay. <laughs> <Please>. <laughs> Like, listen, we we want to talk about UFOs with you, but you make it difficult in many ways, from head to toe, if you know what I mean. Uh, whew, same with, like, listen, just put down the five-in-one shampoo, get, get separate things, you know? I'm telling you, minimal effort. <laughs> And women will want to talk about your special interest with you. I promise. I promise you. Oh, and this is from someone who was played D and D, loved anime, loved board games, listened to J-pop in high school. Like, let me tell you, minimal effort, minimal effort, 
will get you get you a long way. Like <laughs> it's every like just sort of derails talk about dudes. Um, every time I see someone who's like, "Oh, women don't actually like nerdy guys. Women don't actually like big guys." I'm just like, "No, women don't like you." <laughs> like, there's a difference. <laughs> there's a difference. Like you suck. Not. Not because of how you look or what you're interested in. You have a bad personality. If you have a good personality, women will like you. And <laughs> you also these, won't these... like think that you owe these people. Like Yeah. Like like don't if a, and also if a woman's nice to you, that's not flirting. That's just being it's nice. It's just her being nice because guess what? Women are nice to each other. That's how they form this little thing called friendship. <laughs> <laughs> and they're kind of into it. <laughs> Listen, if you just want to know how to talk to women, just watch Glitch. <laughs> just, just follow watch, the ways of watch Captain Prince. Prince. Just follow Captain Prince. Just be like Captain Prince. He's respectful. He's giving them free coffee. He's he's having this fun little space. He's beating the shit out of commandos who show up to kidnap them. He's on it, okay? But he's... But, Never assuming that he that they need him to beat up these guys. And he's is just he like, be, is he saying they're having a crush on anybody or like no, wanting to trying to get them? No, he's no. just being there. Like we all have the common interest, and that's what we're gonna yeah. do. <laughs> like, if anyone, him and the dude who you would expect to be into UFOs had the most chemistry out of that male <laughs> yeah. group, like the love was there. The love was there. Um, <laughs> So, who else do we recommend this to? So, we were saying it is a slow, it is a slow burn. I think yeah. if you're not into slow things, I think you're not going to like it because it it's pretty consistent with uh, throughout. Like, I really do even think in the mm-hmm. like last couple of episodes, there are like some really slow times. Yeah. So, I don't, I, I don't think it's going to be something where like, you know, like it gets up. I mean, like it, it does go someplace, but I, I, mm-hmm. it doesn't, it never leaves. That kind of slow area. Yeah, it's pensive. But, I think is is how it, I. It's pensive, it. yeah. I mean, I watched it in a couple of sittings. Like I, I mean, like I literally watched it last. I watched last it. Day. Yeah, we watched like watched it one day. There was like, no. I, I had some food, and that's about it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I got up to pee a few times because I did. De- so. To me, the, to me, what definitely kept me watching quickly was I was curious what was going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, even though it is a pensive thing, it still it still is like, hey, what's up? Like, yeah, I want to know what else happens. Uh, definitely wouldn't recommend it to my mom. <laughs> this is like my barometer. Like, I don't think she'd appreciate the subtle interview. If you're like really here for the K drama rom coms, it's probably not your thing. No. If you're into um, like a thriller, like it does have some really mm-hmm. good thriller parts. If you like. loved the X Files, yes. Specifically, if you really like the Lone Gunman, this mm-hmm. series felt like, like in the X Files, there are times, especially in the like later seasons, where they start to do kind of like breakaway um, episodes where they focus on different characters. If you've never seen the X Files, which why? <laughs> it's okay, Sky, Sky. Sky, we understand. Why? We understand, Sky. We understand. Okay, <laughs> the general. Gonna look. work on that sometime. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, we we know we know Scott. We un- we un- we know we understand. So why? We understand. <laughs> but like, okay, so like, there's there's like the the whole like alien thing, and then there's the alien thing with the government, and then there's just mm-hmm. like standalone like monster of the week type things. Yeah. And so like when you get into like the later seasons, 
they start to focus on those like extra characters and they kind of do like backstory character like mm-hmm. things on it so it's like literally like it could be about them like 30 years before like when they're younger and yeah. stuff and a lot of this drama felt like one of those episodes and it had the quirkiness and the wackiness that the lone gunman specifically mm-hmm. um kind of like give to the x-files because x-files does has like the comedy bits to it too mm-hmm. yeah. it kind of like works in the same way as glitch where like sometimes you can get like straight up horror and straight up thriller but also have these like comedic fix and i think that like if you're into the lone gun winch which is the the three guys that Mulder knows who are like ufo like they are like <laughs> ufo ologists in the like oh that club when they were younger yeah. and now they've like kind of advanced to like even more deep diving into like government conspiracy and constantly on the news and like figuring mm-hmm. out things. I, I really do think that you would like it. Cause I, I personally can't, I would not believe you if you told me that the writer didn't have some influence, some, yeah, some fan yeah. of X-Files in some part. So as somebody who hasn't watched X-Files all yet, sorry. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> we understand. It's just my favorite show of all time, so I'm going to be defensive. <laughs> and I'm not necessarily a huge like cult show enthusiast mm. as much as Jesse and Natalia is. Like mm. that's not something that ooh cult show. I'm going to go watch it. Like that's not typically <laughs> right, that's really what I'm going for. There's the cult in the tag, but you know I'm there. Like... <laughs> but so I, I want to say, as somebody who doesn't like search for those things, mm-hmm. but I do like sci-fi to mm. a lot so i really you know like i found it really enjoyable and the cult stuff was not save me level at all from what i've heard no like so like <laughs> this is when nothing. we say cult i don't want you to think that it's super scary you're holding yeah, your no, breath the entire no. time it is not so like i think it's actually a really easy watch in that sense so i like, don't think that except the for like when you see terrifying. like some of the like this is where the that trigger warning comes in with the like the formation of the cult happens with like a mass suicide and so you see mm-hmm. like that happen because one of the girl who's like the main the girl from extraordinary or extra whatever it's called extracurricular, extracurricular yeah. she was the one who saw she walked in because a, a little girl sees these people mm. having mm. hung themselves. Um, except for that part, like the cult is very light almost. Like that's mm. a lot, a lot of where the like humor wackiness kind of right. plays in. So I think that like I think it has a broader appeal. Mm-hmm. Like if, if the cult stuff had been super 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 dark, only certain people would be able to like mm-hmm. watch that whole thing. And so I think that the lightness of that, like, I wasn't squicked out ever. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the past few years I've been getting, I'm, more, I'm able to watch more of that type of stuff, darker stuff than I used to. But mm-hmm. I think that Glitch as a whole, I think it is, I think it's a doable watch for, I'm not saying almost anybody, but I think it's, I, I think most people wouldn't have to necessarily tap out unless they just get bored. If they don't like that pacing that you mentioned. I, I, I don't think it's super dark. I think the, the thriller parts are like when the glitches happen. Like that first time she glitches, yeah. that's like a really impactful. When she goes out of the restaurant, mm-hmm. like that whole scene was, I think, the most you see. And that's like first episode. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, like that. I think if you can handle that, then you'll be fine yeah. with the rest of the show. And then essentially, if you can handle like light thriller, you're going to be fine. It's not even like hard thriller. It's like light end of thriller. Um, because I, t- I do go for those types of shows. So I do think that people who are into just light thriller things and kind of mystery. And even if you're usually, even if you haven't watched a cult show, they're mm. going to be fine. Like you, you don't have to be familiar with that stuff at all. Like they lay it all out. It's not confusing. I mean, if you like aliens, it does reference a lot of things that are like what if you even kind of remotely know anything about alien abductions, what they're saying in the show is like what's researched and studied and they do. It's pretty spot on to like the things that happen to people when they're abducted and that sort of thing. It's like believable in that they did do some research in like what um, abductees or just kind of like what the, our world is talking about aliens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it all felt very realistic, like real world stuff mm-hmm. in that sense. It didn't feel, oh, in an alternate universe where aliens are real. Like it, 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 it was yeah. just realistic. It was like, yeah. no, this, you know, it, it, the truth is out there. <laughs> <laughs> and they're pursuing it the you, entire time. I, I, want, I want to, be, they want to believe. <laughs> <laughs> No, it was it was excellent. Uh, two thumbs up, two thumbs up mm-hmm. from old Natalia. Uh, yeah, I, I really, really recommend it. Like, I, I, I was super engaged the whole time, yeah. and I'm not even a huge cult show enthusiast necessarily. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was really fun. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. And <laughs> we will be doing a little extra tidbit on our Patreon. Patreon. So if you are a Patreon member, well, hold on to your butts because. If you go over to Patreon right now, there will be a fun little, little extra content, a little, little treat, a little, a little Nuna's After Dark. Uh, which, if you're familiar with the Nuna's After Dark format, you may not, you may know what's coming. So, so anyway, thank you for listening to us wax poetic about the fantastic, not really sci-fi but kind of sci-fi drama that is Glitch, which is on Netflix. You can watch it all right now. Um, anyway, thank you for listening to us. If wherever you're listening to us, if you want to listen to us somewhere else, we are wherever podcasts can be found. And also, all of our episodes are up on our YouTube channel that you should uh, go subscribe to because we also do live streams and have a good time. And of course, if you want time codes and links to everything we talk about, you have to go to our website, certifiednunas.com, where all of that resides. Um, if you want to support this podcast and maybe listen to a little Nunas After Dark every once in a while, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash certified Nunas, the home of our found family on the web. They're the people who support this podcast monetarily, and we just think they're the absolute bee's knees, as it were. Uh, also, we have a Discord that is super fun, and if you would like to join, it is completely free, and free and delightful and full of cool people so those all those links will be on our website certifiednews.com if you want to come join any of those anyway we hope you have a fantastic week uh after holidays and we knew it was coming uh respiratory illnesses they're they're on the rise so please uh wear a mask wash your hands and as always keep enjoying asian entertainment 
Goodbye. Bye. Bye.